We need to get into our wellness corner now, talking Mental Health Awareness Month with Yvette uh, Rachikopa, NLP practitioner. So as a whole, mental health activism has been well received with many of the sound buys. Uh, it's okay not to be okay. Your feelings are valid. Normalize speaking up and so on. Appearing on our stories and feeds. That's on social media. So we'll talk about the mental health influencer then and the types that there are. But let's start talking May as being we- uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Yvette, good morning. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure having you on the show. Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, it's May. What is it to observe? What is the uh, objective and the aim? And are we doing what we should be during this May? I think the intention of Mental Health Awareness is just um, creating, destigmatizing a lot of stuff around mental health and creating a space whereby these conversations are had. You know, to say that um, if you do feel that. First of all, creating awareness around taking care of our mental health, you know, and some of the resources that are out there in order to help people navigate through some of the challenges that they're facing and some of the things that they may be experiencing as a result of their mental health struggles and so forth. So I think the main intention of Mental Health Awareness Month is to say that, okay, if you're struggling with this, you know, it's okay to speak up, to look for help, to to go out there and there are people that are there that can help you in your journey um, in order to, I guess, have a better relationship with yourself and with your emotions and with to navigate through life as well, that you don't have to go through it alone as well. And there are support systems and professionals who can assist you in that journey. All right. So, I mean, let's talk about that then. I mean, in terms of if we talk of mental health influencers and, and people who, who mention mental health issues on their Instagram feeds and all of that, we're saying there's two types. There's the, the one who will post semi-regularly focusing on mental well-being and then there's another one who will be basically focused on this as a, as a niche, speaking oh. you know, primarily about mental illness. Are these two both uh, effective? What's your view? Um, I think personally i think it depends on the intention right because the intention is to create awareness and so forth so i think both of them are effective because somebody who posts here and there they might be posting more from a human experience you know rather than a professional experience of which people can relate a bit more to that and somebody who focuses on it solely maybe a therapist who has an account or um a life somebody who like uh, a coach or a psychotherapist, any type of person involved in the field on a full-time basis, that person offers a professional perspective, right? Whereby it's not about being um, relational or being, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not about people being able to relate to them, but really giving people information, you know, and saying, um, some people can't even afford to get therapy, you know, and or to have these resources. So it does help in the sense of putting information out there from the right people and getting that information out there so people can can start to see, okay, this is what I can do if I'm experiencing this. This may be the problem and so forth. And then go out there and seek, seek the additional help. The sharing of your own experiences when you are focusing on these topics of mental health, uh, you know, what is the importance of that? Um, I think a lot of times people just don't speak up or don't, they think they're going through something and they're the only person going through that, you know, or they think they're going through something and there's something wrong with them. Um, or they, 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 
they just don't know what it is, you know, because sometimes you experience certain things and you don't have the wording for it. So someone who's been through a journey, for example, you know, a lot of us go through social media and we find out that, oh, this thing that I'm, you know, even finding a wording like anxiety, Mm. you know, you may be able going through the emotion of it and seeing how it impacts your life, but you don't have the language for it, you know. And somebody says, oh, I had went through this, and this is how I navigated through it, and this is where I went, and these are the professionals I spoke to. These are, these are the books that I read, you know, that helped me to just give the language to it. So that a lot of, does a lot of destigmatizing for the most part. And also sometimes it helps people get, do, get, get the language for it, and it helps them to just... Um, I think navigate through the journey as well. Know that they're not the only ones. So it kind of creates a community around yeah. certain um, struggles and challenges as a in relationship to mental health as well. To say, okay, there are other people that have gone through this, you know, and this is how, and I'm not alone. So I think the most part is just destigmatizing and having a community around and conversations around certain things that have been almost pushed under the carpet. You know, if you're going through something and maybe your family is pushed to your side or they don't understand it, then you realize, oh, I'm not the only one. So I think it helps in that regard. Let's take a break. We'll continue our chat on Mental Health Awareness Month as well as mental health activism with Yvette Rachikopa. This is Sound Awake on SFM. Music and essential information to kick off your day. So talking Mental Health Awareness Month and mental health activism with Yvette Rachikopa, NLP practitioner, joining us here on Sound Awake now. So let's talk then, I mean, in terms of, especially if we're going to talk of social media, those mental health influencers or mental health activism using that platform, how do we know that they are informed on the topic that they are covering? Because anybody can, you know, mention what they want to uh, on social media and then everybody can access uh, what, you know, is in front of them. And as you say, some can't afford to go the uh, psychologist or counselor therapist route where you have to pay because you can't, you just don't have those funds and you you don't have access. So how do we make sure that the topic is an informed person who is covering it? I think the best way is to, for a lot of people, I mean, people post and sometimes they don't have all the information, which leads to self-diagnosis and a whole other things, right? So to some extent, I think if someone is posting um, in relationship to mental health, they should always usually add a disclaimer or usually just say, you know, um, if you think you may be experiencing some of these symptoms, go and speak to a professional or go and speak. If you want to know more about this, go and speak to a counselor professional. So I think that opens room to say, okay, don't depend entirely on my information, right? And also just put a disclaimer saying, this is my experience. Yours may be different, for example. And to just put those guidelines or reference certain articles or reference certain books, reference certain or link it or speak to other professionals in the industry rather than just leaning um, on their own information. You know, I think sometimes um, people on the other end may not be aware. So it's also very important to just be specific and say, I am not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist, not a psychologist. If you do think that, you know, um, you may need to consult on a further basis to speak to these people. And sometimes even linking them with those people or tagging those people or sharing the sources or resources to get to the people that can assist in that particular field. 
What do you make of the, you know, we see people speaking up a lot about mental illness than before. I mean, with the advent of social media as well, making it quite easy uh, to be accessible and to hear the views of, of people. What do you make of that, that we are seeing a lot more people speaking up about mental illness? Um, I think it has it has the two sides to it, right? Where um, it has its, its, its pros and no, I wouldn't say cons, you know, because I think when it comes to mental health, it's something that, especially in African countries, has been so stigmatized. You know, people have been pushed out of the communities; they're not understood by their families and just isolated. Um, so I think the conversation is pretty important. It just mm. has to be had in a way that is. Um, responsible, I suppose, and sometimes people just, we just need to be aware of the platforms that we hold, right? And say, and aware of the responsibility or the way that people may start to perceive us as a result of of of, of um, putting out certain information. So I do think that um, the conversation is pretty important. It's just that it has to be done in a responsible way, where you can say, you know, I know for me, for example, I'm an NLP life coach, but sometimes people are like, oh, Yvette, you're a great therapist. And I'm like, I have to correct them and say, no, I'm not a therapist. Mm. Um, even though they are consciously aware that I'm a life coach, I have to consistently say, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a therapist, you know, because that's my way of engaging and being responsible in that regard. Yeah. So that people don't get the wrong impression, you know, I'm a holistic healing practitioner, which is completely different from all those things. And people need me to link them with them. Then I offer the resources. I put out the numbers and contact details for the right people to engage with, with certain topics. Awesome. And we appreciate what you do. Please keep doing it. Yvette, share your social media handles. Um, It's Yvette underscore A-L-O-E. So that's Yvette underscore Y-V-E double T-E. A underscore A-L-O-E on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Monday and uh, start your week on a great note. Thanks, Asanda. Enjoy your Monday too. <laughs> Thanks. Yvette Rajikopa, NLP practitioner in our Wellness Corner feature.